Welcome to West Church. We're so thankful you've joined us today. Whether you're joining us in person or virtually, we're excited to come together to praise, worship, and receive God's glory. If this is your first time with us, we'd like to give you a very special welcome. If you're returning, thanks for joining us again. We appreciate it, and we appreciate you. Now, let's prepare to be inspired and encouraged as we enter into worship. What was the theme of all those verses? New song. As I was, uh, it's sort of been my habit as a pastor probably for the past 10 years or so to take the final Sunday of each year and look back in 2023 to see what God has been doing and talk about uh, the journey that God has brought the church and our church family through. And so as I was thinking about that this week, uh, the 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 theme that jumped out into my heart as I just, got, just was thinking about what I wanted to share with you was that very phrase, sing a new song. At least nine times it appears in the Bible. We read all nine of those times. Six of them in the book of Psalms makes sense because the Psalms are songs, okay? That's what they are. It was the hymn book of Israel. Isaiah as well does it. And then finally twice in Revelation. Why does it appear so many times? Why does God tell us again and again and again to sing a new song? Some thoughts about that. God is so amazing that there will never, ever be enough new songs about Him. He is infinite, and it would take an infinite amount of artists over an infinite amount of time to sing, to write enough songs that would merit his praise. There has to be room for new songs in the worship of God's people. We see it all throughout the scriptures. In addition, How did God make us as creatures? He made us in his own image with the capability in a way totally different from the rest of creation and the rest of the creatures to worship him. We were made to worship. We have different voices We are capable of inventing amazing instruments and technologies. We have creative gifts to compose and to write music and to write songs that thrill the hearts of God's people. God made us capable of worshiping Him this way. Each human is in the image of God and is capable of adding to His praise and adding to His worship. Not only that, as we we look at through those verses together, God does new things. And when God does new things, those things require new songs of praise. When God works His redemptive work in the world, 
his people respond by praising him for his redemptive working. And God's working in the world isn't over yet, is it? And so we need new songs because God is doing new things in the world today. We need fresh expressions of praise to match the fresh redemptive movements of the hand of God in this world. Well, that's not all. God is working in individual lives so much that in individual lives, they want to sing new songs of praise to Him. When God does something special in somebody's life, what's the most natural thing for them to do? To praise Him for it. Now, if that person happens to be an artist or a musician, they praise Him with what? A new song. Somebody gets saved and comes to Christ. They learn to sing a whole new song for their entire life. A person discovers a truth in the Scripture for themselves that they've never seen before, and they write a new song about it. A person goes through a deep, fiery trial, and they experience God's deliverance from that trial, so they write a new song. A person is grieving or suffering, but they find that God is with them even in the midst of the struggle. And they write a new song because for them, God is doing something new. A worship pastor friend of mine who came to our church from a faraway state, way across the country, had a a woman in the church who was kind of a matriarch in the church who became like his surrogate mother. She died. At her funeral, he sang a new song that he wrote as a tribute and praise to God because what she meant to him and what God's people mean to one another. And that song got incorporated into the regular worship of our church. It was beautiful because it was a song of something new that God was doing in his life that he shared with us. That's not all. The scripture tells us that God is bringing increasing numbers of people to himself. God's word and God's gospel continues to spread throughout the world. It's going to new places and different cultures and different generations and in different languages. And we, we have our missionary partners who work, do translation work of the Bible, right? And they talk about translating the Bible into the heart language of the people so that they can understand, think about God, read about God, and worship God in their heart language, the language that is native to them. Well, music is most definitely a heart language, And new cultures respond to Christ and new language groups and new generations need new songs that fit them where they are. Missions exists to bring praise and glory to God in places in the world where he's not currently being praised and glorified. 
Missions results in new songs. It does, every time. By the time we get to the end of the Scriptures, what do we find? (laughs) The place that we are looking to go to be with God forever? What are they doing? Singing new songs (laughs) that they've never heard before. The redeemed who have survived the hardships and the sufferings of this world, who have made it through the temptations and the trials of life and the hardships, they arrive at a place where they are singing God's praises even more than before. Heaven is the throne room of the great King and of the Lamb, and there God's people are ever singing new songs of praise to Him because that's how great He is. You can't not sing songs to our God. New songs are a sign of the life of God in the people of God. We saw, Karen reminded us that the mercies of God are new every morning. So are His praises for those of us who receive those mercies. And I'm wondering, in 2023, Were there some new songs, not just songs themselves, but is there a new song that was sung at West Church? And I'd like you to consider some pointers of what I think I perceive as a new song here at West during 2023. This has been a year of transformation, expansion, and meaningful accomplishments for the kingdom of God through our faith family. I tend to look at the overall ministry through five lenses um, since I've been here. Worship, uh, discipleship, outreach, leadership, and stewardship. So I'd like to think about the new songs that are being sung in each of those realms. Let's talk first about worship. For me, one of the challenging but beautiful new songs that took place here was when we agreed as a congregation to renovate the platform right here in this room. God's people expressed their varied opinions, and then we voted as a congregation with a strong 84% approval of that transformation. The trustees organized the work. They decided on a plan together. Some of the dedicated members had dedicated, uh, donated an extreme amount of time to get that done, as well as their skills and we have this beautiful upgraded space to praise God during worship. Now, for me as your pastor, this signified your willingness as God's people to do something difficult, even if the change seemed difficult. And I don't minimize that. One of the risks that exists for historic congregations across New England is the risk of becoming stuck and becoming stale. And it's a risk that's spoken about in the Scriptures themselves. In the book of Revelation, uh, Jesus gives three letters. uh, John records three letters to the churches of Revelation. And one of them, in Revelation chapter 3, verse 20, you may have learned this verse if you've been in a church for a long time. It's Jesus saying, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. 
And he who hears my voice, let him open the door, and I will come into him and dine with him and he with me. That's one of the seven letters to the seven churches in Revelation. Do you know what that means? Jesus was standing outside the church knocking on the door. The church didn't even know that Jesus wasn't there. They were still doing church. They were still doing all the things that they were doing as a congregation, but Jesus wasn't there. He was asking to be let back into the church. I'm grateful for your willingness to learn a new song in the way that we use this space up front. That meant a lot to me as your pastor. The teams that serve during worship have grown as well. The praise team, the AV team, they continue to add and train new people. More people have stepped up to serve as ushers. We have a whole new team of ushers this year. New people have served in praying and reading Scripture. The deacons have initiated a ministry to provide special prayer for those who need it after worship. The Kingdom Kid teams, Kingdom's Kid teams works hard, but we do need additional people to help serve children during worship. Uh, Marianne Cataldo stepped in to lead the nursery as Deneen was stepping down. And I'm so grateful for the new song that is all of those who serve together on Sunday wor- to make our Sunday worship the best that it can be. We sing both new songs and many timeless old songs that honor the spectrum of generations that worship here. But I see a new song in the sense of the way that God's people are participating in worship. What about outreach? Is there a new song being sung in outreach as well? There was one event that like jumped off the page for me. Vacation Bible School, it shocked me. So we decided to make our closing program on Sunday morning here at church. And we also decided to make our church picnic directly after that closing program so that we could get to know the families and mingle with them and hang out with them. And we had some 90-some children that attended Vacation Bible School, and we invited all of them to come and join us for the closing program. You know what happened? They all came. There were 280 people here in worship on Sunday morning. There was barely an empty seat. (laughs) Praise the Lord. And then, oh, our church picnic. Well, God decided to bring a deluge of rain. And so they set up tarps on the patio off of the upper room and were cooking dogs and burgers in the rain. (laughs) And they turned out enough so that within 20 minutes, all those who stayed, which filled the entire Lions Hall for hot dogs and hamburgers, were all seated in the room or on the floor because we ran out of chairs. (laughs) And they came in from cooking looking like drowned rats. But it was stunning. 
I saw for the first time what this room looks like completely filled with people, young and old, delighting and worshiping God. I could do with seeing that again. <laughs> we also filled the church grounds with friends and neighbors during our resurrection egg hunt and harvest trunk or treat. And it is not uncommon for us to be hearing from not lots and lots of those people, but some of those people who come to visit us on Sunday worship and reach out to us for assistance. And we're gaining a reputation in the community as, as a people who care for the families of this community. I like numbers. Uh, let me give you some statistics uh, to consider about uh, West Church this year. Our average attendance means if you take all of our attendance, the highs and the lows, and average it out, was 125 on Sunday mornings. That's up 17% from last year. Um, not including the uh, VBS thing because that was so big we couldn't even keep count. Um, we have had 98 people visit this church for the very first time in 2023. <laughs> That's 70% more than 2022. We have not, at least 19 people who've become regular attenders here at West Church. They come most Sundays which is up 46% from 2022. We baptized three people. We welcomed two new members in 2023. And it's, it's, it's been cool. We had a delegation from Gordon College of students who've been coming here to worship with us during their semesters. And it's my prayer that the, the regulars who worship here and consider West Church their faith family will take the next steps of baptism and membership as God leads and works in your life. On the international front, I continue to be really encouraged and challenged by those that we support through our missionary ministries. Several new people have joined the missions team, and we've brought on two new missionaries this year. And it expands my heart and my mind when I hear them share about what God is able to do in some of the most difficult countries in the world. Our missions conference continues to be one of my personal favorite times of the year. Have you heard the new song here at West Church when it comes to outreach? It's a beautiful one. What about discipleship? What discipleship means is how we facilitate spiritual transformation in the lives of those who consider West Church their church home. Discipleship is what God's people do together that helps us to grow and mature in our faith. Now, we have a variety of small groups that can help provide spiritual connections and facilitate growth opportunities and we all can stand to grow deeper in our relationship with God together. And when that happens, genuine discipleship has some really beautiful characteristics to it. Things like honesty. We're not just shaking hands and saying hi on Sundays, but we're getting honest with one another about where we are with God. Transparency. 
That is, we allow others to see into our heart and see into our good and our bad and our struggles so that we can be encouraged and strengthened by them knowing us. Questioning. A place where people can express their struggles and their doubts without condemnation. A place where people can explore some of the difficult teachings of Christianity and come to understand them for themselves and be able to express things that they've heard that are different and come to their own growth and understanding of who God is in light of the Scriptures. Dialogue. Two-way discussion in which we talk about what God is doing in our lives and what that means. Praying together like we did this morning, where people just pause in the midst of what we're doing, pray for one another, pray for the ministry of this church, pray for what's going on. And as a result of that, when we meet together and study the Scriptures, we are going to grow in our understanding. And I am so thankful for the whole spectrum of people that lead through small groups like the Women's Bible Study, through the Home Fellowship Groups, through SALT, through Marriage Builders, through the Men's Growth Groups, through the teen, our Teen Girls and Guys Growth Groups. Uh, I am so thankful because those ministries are strong and they continue strong. And there were some new songs in the midst as well. We started a new women's growth group on Wednesday nights in January of 23. And I heard that there was a woman in that group who prayed her first public prayer. What a step of faith. Sharon Neff, Sue Personaire, together with their team, started the kids' growth group on Wednesday nights. Those were the group that signed Silent Night for us last, last Sunday. Some of the kids going to that group came to know our church through Vacation Bible School this year. Talk about a new song, huh? We now have, on Wednesday nights, Growth groups for complete families from grade 1 through 12, including moms and dads. Lance Ball, who's a regular here, taught a short-term growth group this fall. These are all some beautiful new songs in discipleship. And as we grow, we're going to need others who will be willing to host and lead small groups. Who's going to be hosting a new group? Who's going to be leading a new group in 2024? We need some new songs in 2024 as well. Be praying about that. New songs and leadership. There are a bunch of new people in our various leadership ministries this year. Uh, Harry Lomas joined the leadership team as a representative from the Board of Deacons. There are one, two, three, four, five new deacons and deaconesses. Harry, Mark Roy, Melissa Teal, Marcy Anthony, and Wendy Jacobson. There are two brand new people who never served as trustees before, both under 30, Jim Neff and Jared Jacobson. These are some of the newest singers singing new songs that God has called them to in leadership here. These people have brought with them new energy and creativity to these roles. We've tried some new initiatives. We've incorporated some new ways of caring for people. We've completed some new projects and made a lot of progress in our care and maintenance of these facilities. It's been a very, very encouraging year in leadership ministries. 
Leadership requires training as well. You have to learn not only what your roles are, what your jobs are, but you also need to learn how to fulfill your role in a gospel-shaped, God-honoring way. So we need to learn how to listen to one another. We need to learn how to make decisions together. We need to learn how to function as a team when we get things done. And I've incorporated some simple leadership training with our leadership teams and deacons and trustees. And it it takes time to learn all these things. And a church that is growing, guess what? It's going to need more leaders. And one of the first steps to getting anywhere closer to being a leader in West Church means becoming a member. Another important part of becoming a leader is is just getting involved, serving in some way. Because what happens is when you serve well, people get to know you, they recognize a little bit of your character, and they entrust you with increasing levels of responsibility. Will you mature in your commitment to West Church and learn to sing a new song as a future leader here? I pray that some of you will. Lastly, let's talk for a minute about stewardship. Stewardship ministry is how we steward, take care of, maintain, budget, and fund our ministries, okay? It involves taking care of the facilities that belong to us, which includes this building here at this location, and also the home in which I live. This is largely the domain of our trustees, all of them who are volunteers who inspect and maintain and try to plan for the maintenance and the improvements of our facilities. As someone who works in these facilities, I appreciate how much needs to be done and I'm thankful for how well they get things done. If you live in an older home, you know that it is a never-ending task. No sooner do we fix or replace one thing then you need to tend to another. In addition, you need to upgrade things like your technology, uh, make improvements on how you're using different parts of the facility. We've done gutters, doors, lights, painting, equipment, parking, cleaning, clearing out of obsolete items, electronics, wiring, live stream and production equipment. Each improvement brings a new song to an old building. Stewardship also includes budgeting, accounting, and giving. Very exciting things, aren't they? The trustees work together with our various ministries to plan our spending for the upcoming year. The budget is going to be all mapped out for 20, in the 2023 annual report. They'll be out in the next week or so. Accountants keep track of and pay for all our financial obligations. Counters receive our collections. Someone else issues receipts for those. Uh, We find ourselves coming in under budget for 2023, and thus far our expenses are really, really close in line with our spending. Expanding ministries have expanding budgets. We hope to hire a worship director. Pastor Rick is reducing his hours. Will we eventually need to hire additional staff? We will need folks to give more so that we can sing some new songs in 2024. West Church relies on each worshiper who benefits from the ministry of West Church to give financially. We don't have endowments. We don't have grants. We don't raise money outside of our church. 
Each person gives what they are able to give. We can only expand our ministries to the degree that God's people are willing to support them. We have a convenience called electronic giving right from our website that allows worshipers to give the same exact way that many of you pay your bills right off your computer. It can be even set up to give automatically so when I go away on vacation, I still give my offering to West Church. It lowers the cost of printing checks and envelopes and making runs to the bank, and it's secure and it's convenient. We also offer giving envelopes for those who prefer to give in a more traditional way. Each of us, my family included, needs to consider how we are willing to sacrifice financially for the well-being of our ministry. Whether you have a little or a lot, each of us should give a portion of what God gives us through our work, through our income, to the ministry of West Church. Now, when I was a very young man, a very new believer at the age of 15, my church was really strong about teaching us to give 10% of our income to the ministry of our church, a standard which was commanded by God to the people of the Old Testament in Israel. And the 10% thing, um, and so my family, we have, we have tried to give that way ourselves for a long, long time. But the 10% thing is not a rule that Jesus himself taught, but he didn't discourage that kind of giving either. The New Testament has a new standard for giving. It says, give like Jesus gave. That's a pretty high standard. And there is no shame here. There is no guilt here. We each give what we are able to as we are led by God with a clear conscience. As your pastor, I never get involved with who is giving what. I don't know. That is handled discreetly by a small group other than myself. All I have to say is this. If you are encouraged by the new songs that are being sung in 2023, please do your very best to back the ministry with your financial giving in 2024. We've seen that there are quite a few new songs being sung here at West Church. There is lots more that could be said, and there are myriads of good works that are done by those in our West Church family that are known only to God as it should be. God is at work in our faith family, and He's at work through each of you. New songs bring joy. They teach us that there's a reason to keep on singing. We don't always feel like singing a new song, but we learn that these songs keep us afloat. New songs are the songs of life. They are a celebration that God is alive and that He is working in our lives, in our community, in our city, in our land, in our world. And we need to sing about God's great work. 
What He is able to do is amazing, and He is worthy of all of our praise for His mighty hand working grace and truth in this world. He is worthy of all our songs. He is worthy of all our praise. He, we cannot offer enough praise to Him. We cannot. He came into the world at Advent. He walked among us as our Savior and our teacher. He sacrificed His life for us on the cross. He rose again to take away our guilt and our shame. He is ascended to the right hand of the Father, and He ever leads to intercede and protect us and to pour out His Spirit upon us and to carry us. He is our God and our Savior. He is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. He is worthy of all the new songs that we sang in 2023 and even more. 2024. It is my privilege to serve as your pastor here. I love you, people of God. Praise be to our gracious Lord. Let's pray. God, we worship you. We honor you. We magnify you. Even as we think about the good things that have happened here at West Church, we recognize them as gifts from your hand, not, not the result of our human actions, but the result of you working through our human actions for your glory and praise. Thank you. Thank you for 2023. And God, I recognize that it's also not all wine and roses, Father. There are some of us who are really, really suffering and struggling and battling. Probably many more that I don't know than I do know, Lord God. God, give us songs to sustain us. Help us not to lose heart and to reach out and support one another and to praise you in the midst of the struggle because you are worthy of praise. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.